Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It's that time of the week again. I actually thought maybe I was a lesbian. <laughs> All the thoughts you're thinking, but not saying. This is just a potty for us to chew the fat, bitches to bitches. Stacey and I will go ham. <laughs> Very funny. Coming up this hour. I really believe that. I'm like, just because it, we don't have to just go out and have sex because we've got the parts to do it and we've got the capabilities and we're single. Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girls, Stacey June and Christy Mercer. You're listening to Thinker Girl, the podcast with the Thinker Girl, Stacey June. And Christy Mercer, that's us. Hi. Hello. What's up? Oh, I've just got like just all of this information in me right Mm. now this week that I want to share that I can't. Now, I know that's absolute bullshit to start a podcast where we actually talk thoughts we think you're not saying and put it out there. But I really can't, and I will in time, but I can't right now. Well, you're, I feel like you're almost legally bound. Like if, if you... For this show? Yeah, for the show, but seriously. Mm. I mean, you haven't actually signed your life away, but it would be very bad for our brand and the business. <laughs> for me to stop speaking? That's Yeah, well, just for yeah, you but... to share what you want to share, and I know you want to share it, and I want you oh, to share yeah, it too, exactly. but you can't. Yeah, you can't. so stay tuned. Because in a couple, in few, in few weeks, months, oh, how long? Maybe a month. I think it's a couple. I think about a month. Month, yeah. yeah. Um, you know what you got to do. You just got to So all the topics I'm going to have over the next few weeks is just like random stuff to fill you, in well, until I can tell you guys something. This is the thing. You've got to just keep writing it down. So then when you're allowed and able to talk about it, it'll be like we're back at that place. Yeah. Okay. So we'll be like you know four weeks behind. So we have so much stuff to talk about. How are you guys? Hope you're really good. We're pretty good. We're pretty busy. Yeah, we've been. We had a good week though. It's in a good way. Yeah. I've had a good week with work, but everywhere else seems like it's very out of routine. Yeah, same like just here. Like, I'm not cooking. Like, you know, I'm just out of my – I think it's because you're coming into holidays too, which we'll have in a few weeks, and you just kind of put your heads up and go, fuck it. Don't you reckon when you don't cook it, it you have like is hardly any stability in your yoga. life? I haven't done yoga in a whole week. I don't reckon – Wow, that's so much for you. For your, yeah, a long, but long time. Li- but there really has not been that much time to do anything outside of work stuff. No. No, no, no. Oh, no I slept. I, I slept in today, though. Didn't I go and do any fitness. So good. No, I went to the gym. Of course, I slept as <laughs> it. No, I slept in though. Till what uh, time? Uh, well, nine, quarter past nine. Oh, that's good. Yeah, that was a long sleep. I didn't go to sleep till one a.m. What? Just I knew you were up. But I mean, you were texting me at quarter to one. Well, we were all up waiting for videos to edit and do Just final notes. I was still working till that time. It's ludicrous. All right. So we hope that you are having a good week also. Mm, um, let's get on to this show, shall we? Because we can do talk, you know, we don't have to do all this chat. Yeah, I know. We can do that amongst ourselves. Um, if you haven't listened to the show before, 
<laughs> I still can't believe some of you are finding this. Like, we've been around for so long on this show. The other shows and all the big fancy stuff that we got, I get. Everyone's, you know, we're the new girls in that scenario. But podcasting, come on. Mm. But a lot of you are finding us through the radio show going, where can I get more of this? Which so, is a nice thing. So yeah, you've got your is. work cut out for you because you've got about three years worth of shit to listen to. Thinkergirls.com.au is where you can find uh, all the different episodes. We go across, as Christy said, three years. Uh, so a lot of episodes of different women, amazing women to chat to and we each bring a gem to the table. This week's guest is someone that we have probably, I don't know, I've never crossed paths with her even though we've had just so much Mm. reason to have crossed paths. Yeah, it's true. I don't know. I remember listening to her and thinking, oh, I would love that job. When she was doing it. Actually, I went for the Mm -hmm. job she got. I tested for one of her jobs. But we are talking about a particular chickadee that you know from radio. She was on Celebrity Apprentice as well. Uh, She's a mental health and anti-bullying advocate. And also we found out she's one of the um, ambassadors for Endo Australia. And we are talking about Mal Gregg. Hello, girl. (laughs) Hello. I just poured myself a glass of wine in anticipation of this therapy session that's about to happen with Oh, that's so good. What have you got? Are you on white or red currently? Just so I can visualise it. I reckon you're a a white girl, aren't you, Mel? Mm -hmm. Did you say Sav? Yeah, dirty Sav. I can't do Chardonnay already. How vintage. Because like Chardonnay has gotten quite fancy now and you're just still stuck in the 90s with the Sav, (laughs) aren't you? It's called, it's called my flapper juice. That's what I have. Your flapper juice. <laughs> do, you, do you care? Like what, what's your vibe with wine? Are you like whatever's provided it says the word Sav Blanc on the front? <laughs> it has to be New Zealand Sav Blanc. Oh, right. And, yeah. But there's some good $7 ones as well. Ooh. But I like the, like if I feel like treating myself, I go up to $20 a bottle and yep, yep. Fuck um, yeah. My minimum's so, 20 <laughs> I'm an absolute <laughs> snob. I'm not but you overly... were a snob even when you couldn't afford to be a snob. Yeah, yeah, because I just, I'm not, I just think if I'm going to drink, then I want to make yeah, sure it's probably. worthy. Yeah, I don't drink enough to be like gong, 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 gonging. Um, it's like sex. Have qu- uh, quality, quality over, over quantity. quantity. Don't just be going having $7 goon bag. That's like, you've got to enjoy it. Well, that's bloody right, Mal. A nice that's bloody right. <laughs> um, We're very excited to chat to you. So we need to give everybody a bit of a headline as to what we want to talk about today. Yeah, let's do a bit of a content. Mm. like the beginning of a book. Uh, Mal, what's your headline this week? Okay, uh... Oops, I forgot to have sex for six months. (laughs) I'm obsessed with that. It's so good. Very good wording. Yeah, we love it. Um, I want to talk about how I'm really far from a wordsmith and I wish to I wish to improve in this area of my life. I told you it's going to be boring. I can't tell you. I feel like it actually won't be boring at all because... I don't know, I feel like you've really been focusing on this the last month and you're having a real good crack. <laughs> if you listen to the radio show, you might have picked up on this because there's a lot of things that you stop midway through and you go, is that, a, is that, is that right? <laughs> I mean, people are like, how do you have a show? Like, honestly, how? How? Because I'm myself, okay? Um, I want to bring to the table and talk today about finding the balance between trust but then also um, questioning things. Mm-hmm. And I mean everything, like when it comes to people dating, um, I don't know what we're taught in school, everything. And I've been through a bit of a, not a transformation, but I just feel like well, you have, I'm, actually. I'm more. <laughs> I have actually. Yeah, you've been through a transformation. Yeah. That's exactly what I would call it. <laughs> You went from a girl to a woman. I told you, we were having a, we were having Asian food one day because we got, I don't know couldn't go to this this gig, and I no because my stiletto broke oh, off. Yeah, so yeah. we went for food instead, Mal. And I said, I just want to tell you, I think I've watched you become a woman. 
That's a very special moment. True story. It is, though. True story. In that dodgy little Thai place. It was so delicious. I flowered into the... The woman All right, let's, let's start this show. Mal, can you please kick um kick us off with your accidental lack of sex? Mainly because it's the most entertaining part yeah. of this show. <laughs> but you know what? After I wrote an article for Yahoo 7B about this, I had a few women contact me and go, it's been two years for me or it's been way longer and made me think that it was normal. The thing is, I love sex and I hit my sex drive when I turned 30. So it when you say you hit your sex drive, like, beforehand were you your libido wasn't that high? Like how? Do, no. What was the change? It, yeah, like I could enjoy it more. Like mm. it's, it's like the senses came alive. Like I could feel things a lot better, uh, and I, I guess I craved it more. Mm. Whereas when I was younger, when I first started to have it, it was always when you just blind. Do you reckon like that? I feel like I feel like I can relate to that at the moment. Do you reckon there's bit. an element of coming into your own a bit more, and the comfier you are yes, as yourself I and in your so. own skin has got a bit to do with that? I think so. Totally, because yeah. that's I had my. Um, oh gosh, I'm going to go deep with this already. Oh, that's what he said. Um, I <laughs> had my first orgasm with my husband because, um, and I hadn't had one prior to that with a guy because you need to feel comfortable with yourself. Are you still with your husband? What's the GO there? No, we're getting a divorce. You are, okay. Um, that's yep. going through in a few weeks, but that's yep. okay. That's, you know, that's life. But it is, it was totally a comfort level mm-hmm. that you had to have with yourself in order to really enjoy it. And when you do realise that, you are comfortable with yourself and, you know, you put more value on, on sex than when you were younger. Like it felt like it used to be just a thing that I would do, whereas now um, I only do it if I know I'm going to enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, because it means something more, that deeper connection with someone. I chose that when too. You say yeah. you can't, when you say you hadn't had an orgasm or climaxed until you met your partner, can you make yourself climax? Oh, totally, yeah. In like, it's weird. I can do it in three seconds. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah, me too. Have you got one of those <laughs> bullet things? I'm obsessed with mine. Yeah. No, I oh, I just used my hand this morning. I was like, something. so quick. Did you? Yep, just bang. It was like too quick probably. It was like even boring for myself. <laughs> I couldn't do – I couldn't use my hand and get there that quick. That would take me a while. Yeah, yeah, no, I need to use an object. I need to do both. I need to It takes both, me longer um, with an object. Actions. Both, yeah, inside and out, yeah. Is that, yes. is that a trick? Is that good? Yeah, having not done that. No, I mean, is it good that I can get there quickly with my hand? Oh, yeah, I think so. I don't yeah. know. I think I need to um, learn how to alleviate it. That's what I've been trying to do. Lengthen it? Yeah. What did I say? Alleviate. It was close. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of. Shocking. I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. I've got you back, though. Yeah, but this is the problem. But you I always can't be with me everywhere. You can't be with me on the couch all the time or in my bed. But know? I always know what you're talking about. I know. Um, okay, so so then how, if you're so how did you just forget to have sex? Yeah, yeah. What but, yeah, there? sorry, back on track. People. So you get the sex drive and then you don't have it. What's the deal? <laughs> yeah, get the sex drive, yeah. and I'm like, and I know that I can have it. Like I'm about to get a divorce. This is the time when you've got free reign. Yeah. to do it. And it's not like I was, and I wasn't even actively trying, so it's not like I've been knocked back for six months. Funnily enough, guys are happy to have sex with you if you ask for it. <laughs> but I just, it wasn't on my radar. Like it was not a priority. I didn't even think about it until I looked and saw that it had been six months where I'd not even had sex. Well, no like, wonder, Mel. Because you were just talking about how sex for you is not, not just a physical thing anymore. It's more on a deeper emotional yeah. level and you've been going through a divorce. So I can... Yeah, and for me, I like all the t- always the times when I'm not having sex is when I'm probably doing the most healing. 
because you then allow yes, yourself. Yes, and I've been doing that. Yeah, yeah, and you allow yourself to be vulnerable in your heart. So therefore, you're a little bit more protective, which is absolutely, I think, correct. Like you would be because you're vulnerable. Yeah. So that's so true. And extra. Because I was doing a ten week detox and um, no alcohol, no noise stuff, and really working hard on myself, mm. like making sure when I turned thirty five um, a few weeks ago that I'd wake up and be the best version of me ever. I'd mm. wake up and be thirty five and fabulous. Mm. So I was. I was Were completely you? focused yeah. on and myself. What, what happened when you woke up? I just I felt fabulous instantly. Put a bottle of wine in my mouth because I hadn't had a drink in ten weeks. <laughs> Sucked through the straw. It was delicious. You didn't really um, though, did you? I did. It was a straw. Yeah. No. Not. Yes. Because it needed. Like I had to. Like I did a photo where I was lying down. Oh, okay. Oh, I did a photo. It was easier uh, to use the straw. Yes. Yeah. Right. 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 Um, but it was delicious, and I was just so focused on that that I just forgot to have sex, and I was mortified. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I made a decision. I my when I got to those points, it was a decision for me. I kind of went, yeah, I'm not enjoying this, and I don't know why I've continued to try and have casual relationships when really, if I'm true 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 to myself, uh, I am about intimacy, and I and I'm attracted yep. to those kinds of mm-hmm. connections. So I don't know I why I've continued to try. Yeah, continue to try and put a square in a circle, or a circle in a square. Whichever way. Do you find you're like that even if it's a, a one-night stand and you're fine with it being a one-night stand, you still need that connection? Yeah, because I tried it all and I did it all and I still had fun, but I wasn't yep. really getting much from it sexually. And then also, even though I was fine the next day, I just kind of also went, yeah, but my body and my heart underlying is probably like that probably didn't need to happen. I could have had fun at the club. Maybe he could have mm. even come back, which I ended up. I, I slowly progressed off it, so I would. I ended up having a guy come back to my house and didn't sleep with him, and it slowly then just went. No, he doesn't even need to come back. Like mm. you can just go home yep. and just yep. be really patient with um, meeting someone that's a bit more special. Yeah, and it, like I said, it's quality over quantity. I really believe that. I'm like, just because it, we don't have to just go out and have sex because we've got the parts to do it and we've got the capabilities and we're single. Like, I don't know. Just I think you're told as well it. when you're single, that's the first You've thing got you to. should do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I reckon, Mel, I mean, I think it's a good thing that you didn't have sex in that six months because it's not something that you so th- that you were thinking about. It would have been so yeah. shit ass to be like a couple months in and go, oh, my God, I haven't had sex in four months. So then you kind of force yourself because of what we're talking about. I'm single. It it's a rite of, you know, passage or whatever. And then you're there and kind of not wanting to be. That's gross. Yep. That, yeah, and I didn't want that. And oh, can I just say, the dating world at the moment as well, my God, it's so hard and it's so superficial. <sighs> and guys just won't do the chasing. And I've got no time for that either. I was too busy. I'm like, if a guy wants to date me, he can just approach me. You know, I'll give him a few likes and a few little pokes so he knows I'm keen. But I can't, I can't be trying to look good all the time and trying to act a certain way and be like, oh, I'm out and everything's amazing. Come do me. Like, it's just (laughs) too hard. (laughs) Oh, P.S., this is the duck, Philip, that um, every at the end of every gem tells us to shut up and move on. Because there have been people wondering why there's a duck on the the show. Yeah, I haven't heard the duck. I've got a pig. What is this? What can this pig do? What is that? Oh my God! Can Philip? What is that? Can Philip and the and the pig do the next one together? Yeah. <laughs> yes. How did you even yes. fucking get that? Is that from your mouth or is that a toy? <laughs> it's, it's, I've got a moodle, a little like a, a little dog, and it's her little toy. She was just playing with it. Oh, oh. I just come. 
prepped with sound effects. You tell me what you want and I'll make it happen. Oh, All you right. are we, the whole shebang, we, Mel Greg, we, that's yeah, for we'd sure. Like, we'd, like, <laughs> oh, we'd, like, hell. we'd like the pig combo next, so uh, we'll let you know when, <laughs> when Philip comes back. All right, I'm going to go next because I feel like mine is dumb, so I just want to get it out of the way. Okay. <laughs> Missed anything from the Thinker Girls this week? Back to your story. <laughs> Don't worry. We've been waiting for you at thethinkergirls.com.au to catch Earlier up. Earlier I was struggling with a word, as you might have picked up. And if you listen to the show, uh, whether it's the radio show or this podcast, um, you'll know that I you know, I shoot things out of my mouth pretty quickly <laughs> and then I need to have the repercussions with afterwards. And that's not always just you know by the content or the things I'm saying. It's also the way I'm saying it. I feel like you're a lot. You're the type of person that's a more of a feeling person. So, like, people always know what. Well, I know anyway. I always know what you're talking about by the way that you express it and the way that you put it in a sentence. Which I think you go on feel. I have very luckily fallen under for a long time. Yeah, right. Like, so a lot of people always know what I mean. It's kind of an endearing part of my personality. You know, blah blah blah. But I am quite intelligent, and I know a lot of things. And sometimes I would like to also add my vocabulary to that list of things that I'm proud of. And I am not. I mean, I think if I properly listen, it's interesting because I've started to do some acting work and I have to work with scripts a lot. Mm. And when someone, you've got to understand, you kind of have to respect the process. Someone's written a script. There's so many different roles when people are putting together TV shows or movies or whatever. And I, I never really thought about it, but there's someone's that entire job is to write the words. It's not your job to change the words. Whereas our job, we can speak our own words. Yeah. Even when we do videos and we muck around, it's all kind of ad hoc or it's all, um, you know, on the spot kind of stuff. So that was really interesting where I'm like, no, these kinds of words and the importance of diction and the different types of words that are used with different uh, pronunciations um, and different peaks and all this kind of stuff that I'm learning is really integral to expressing yourself creatively. What do you reckon it, it is? Because as you say, you are an intelligent person. You do read a fair bit. You read a lot as a kid because I reckon that's a thing that parents and my dad always encouraged us to read as kids. And I, when I was younger, I used to hate it, but I'm so thankful now because mm. I reckon there is a big difference with imagination and all that kind of stuff, your vocab mm. as a kid. So do you reckon it was a, was there part of you where it was a conscious decision not a conscious, but like underlying where you're like, fuck it, it's close enough. Yeah, probably a bit of laziness and then this and, and also a bit of lack a lack of respect for the language, mm. which sounds like something ridiculous, but I really have realized, you know, even working on myself and doing a lot of self work, uh, my kinesiologist said to me one day, your lack of respect to language is really damaging because words do count. <laughs> like what you're putting out there is what you're about you're giving messages to the universe. And I'm not saying that if I get a saying wrong that that means I'm dumb. It's not about that. But if I continue my life not really saying my affirmations correctly or, or you know, really concentrating on the things that I'm presenting about myself, that that, that can that can murky the waters a little bit. you just got to keep it real. Like I don't think um, with real conversation, who cares about the words though? Like just get the emotion out there, get... Get what well, you're that's what I've always fallen. I've fallen back on that, but but I've fallen back on that for a long time. But now I actually disagree. Now I think that there is an element that words are important, and I think I think language is important. I think you know that's the stuff that sometimes can be our legacy. The things that are in words, mm. and and the words that we understood moments what and about emotions. If other people don't understand the words though. 
Well, their language isn't a part of that. I think that you've you know, got the emotion then to fall. Words. But I think you've got the emotion then to fall back on. Mm. So I think it's yeah. more, it's like a... Yeah, that- Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. A legacy thing where you have the moment and you have the emotion in the moment so you do create a memory with people or if it's you know if it's profound in some way someone's taking something away from a feeling but I think your legacy can be so much more um, profound to some degree if you're also able to express yourself through language eloquently mm. and that's just something mm. that I I think I've got the ability to do better and I don't because I've always told the story that I'm the girl that can't say that or I'm the girl that this. I think it's a bit of a protection thing too, to be honest, because my year 12 literature teacher told me that I wasn't very good. So really? maybe there's some kind of underlying thing there. I would imagine that You've you in school would have been pretty intelligent. You would have been pretty good at English though. Not high school. Oh. I was a shit. What about you, Mel? I mean, are you someone that's kind of on that on that level of going, oh, well, as, as long as people kind of get where I'm coming from emotionally, it doesn't really matter? Exactly, because I didn't, and I wish I did know words, but it, I think with my personality and my nature, I wouldn't drop a big fancy word. Even though I am, I see myself as intelligent as well, and I can hold myself well in a conversation, I feel, so I would never just drop a big word because I don't, think I don't it makes know you. Them. I don't think it makes you um, not intelligent if you can't say people big words. No, they no, no, people, no. People think they need to use them to show would, intelligence. And that's not what I'm looking for. I no. couldn't do that. It's yeah. not my personality. I no, would never not. be, you know, shooting words. I know I've got, a, I've got a friend actually that loves to use vocab to intimidate people. I freaking it's hate so, that. Yeah. I hate that yeah. so oh, much. That's what I, yeah, it's hate shit. That. Yeah. I'm not looking like that. I'm just looking to maybe, you know, maybe try and improve in an area that I, I, I can learn more. Because when you said I've never been able to and that's just me, well, you can learn. Mm. Like you can improve. Yeah, you can true. ask what does that mean? What does that word mean? Or am I saying it correctly? Because I think at some point as well, we tell the same, we tell stories that we've been telling ourselves for years and then you've got to get to a point where you go, well, is that story that I was telling when I was 24 relevant to me now? And I evolved. Mm, so it's, it's not. The relevance behind not always knowing sayings and doing that, yeah, it's fun and cute on air, but I don't know. I feel like I want to learn. I think that's a really good thing. It's an admirable thing. Mm. It's funny. My relationship with words, I reckon it's almost been not the opposite, but like pretty different. I remember my. Um, my first radio job when I was doing, I was doing like an afternoon shift in Townsville and I remember one of my first ever air checks was like, don't use big words like that because you don't talk like that normally. So it was something that I almost yeah. was like- Went my, the other way. Went the yeah. opposite way. And I remember there was two things that I'd never really kind of talk about and that was how old I was because I think people always thought I was older than I was on air. 
and I was got told by a first boss, never really bring up how old you are. And then it was always this thing where I was like, okay, well, if I think of a word. Oh, she's got the pig. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> Keep going, please. I can't. I can't. No, I'm telling the pig, not you. <laughs> that is so funny. Oh, a fucking pisser. All right. We need to always get a recording of the pig so I can bring it back every episode. It's it's just very, it's really evolved. It's very good. I'll just call me mid podcast. I'll just have the pig at the ready. (laughs) We'll three way the phone call. Oh, that's so funny. That's hilarious. I think that's a good thing, though. Just to finish off what you were yeah, saying. Yeah, could you teach me your ways when you learn how to how to use them in an, in a comfortable way? Because I didn't finish school, and I that's the one thing I wish I I did have. And to be able to use words, I wish I could use them as well as what I could. But the the same thing I was told um, in radio: don't use big words if you don't. I um I have just started to say, what does that mean? Even when I don't know, mm. and that's. That's I, I was actually on the couch last night. That's what I was going to do before we move on. Yeah. And um, what was the word? And this person said, um, "It's like a talon." And I was like, "A talon? Talon?" I was like, "What is What's that? A talon? A ta- it's like and on it, a bird." Wait, wait, oh, the, sorry. Yeah, this the story. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, Missy, that knows the words. Look, <laughs> 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 okay, I, I know, I know. God, yes, no, but it seriously, is. is that what it yes, is? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Yes, it is. It's a crow's uh, like claw. Do you know what though? You read a lot. You read a lot, but you read a lot of self help stuff. <laughs> you don't act like textbooky stuff. You don't read a lot of. And I grew up reading a lot of like imaginary magical things where the word the word talon would have been dropped eighty five times in the books that I would read. So, but guess what? How would you put that in a normal conversation? I don't. Think it's like it would the talon, like the tal, like he's the talon scraped your arm when he landed the on claw. your claw. The yeah, claw instead of the claw. But I was looking up this particular word, and then I found all these different meanings for it. Hilarious, because this is what I love. Then the other, the other side of this whole thing is that I will never fucking take anything so seriously. Mm. So as much <laughs> as I want to learn more things, I got so much joy out of Urban Dictionary. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> the Urban the Urban Dictionary meaning for Talon was a sexual experience in which the male inserts his middle and ring finger into a woman's vagina and his thumb <laughs> into her anus. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that's the best. Yeah, don't worry. Guys, I told I've you it's been six months since it. I've had sex. Can you not talk about that? Yeah, stuff? once all three fingers are inside, the man touches, tips, and picks up the woman. This resulting, the oh, resulting picks noise. Picks up the woman? Wait, the resulting noise from the woman closely resembles that of an eagle's screech. If it is of one of joy, the man must marry her. She is the chosen one. I take that meaning of talent any day of the week. Urban Dictionary is freaking <laughs> hilarious. That is so good. Reckon the girls are over, Cheryl. Wait till you see them on Snapchat. (laughs) See what goes down behind the scenes. Follow the Thinker Girls on Snapchat. Young mate, what have Um, you got? I'm up. I want to talk about um, the balance between trust but then also questioning. And um, I don't know, I've been thinking about this a lot lately, but from when I was little I would always get in trouble um, at school for two things. A, talking too much as the teacher was talking, but B, asking why all the time. Like I'd be up the back putting my hand up going, why? And then there'd be an explanation like, well, it's because an atom is this and blah, blah, blah. And then I'd put up my hand and be like, so, me, but, but why? And that would go on because oh I was – Oh, my God. I was a I was All the shit. school teachers are wanting to just I was wring a, your neck. I was a smart ass, but then I was also like – 
I did want to know why. And the explanation that I got was A, condescending, and B, I, it didn't really answer my question. Condescending, you were eight. <laughs> How is a teacher condescending you at eight? Because I feel like when you question people, they get pissed off with yeah. you. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's and true. especially, I, I don't know, I feel like especially teachers, and I had a mm. few shit teachers, mm. and through high school and stuff, I feel like, I don't know, that that curiosity. And I do think I am a bit of a young soul. Like I do ask, I do ask questions and I don't, I don't know, like. I, you're very comfortable in the fact that you're you're here to learn. Yeah, I am. Yeah. I'm really comfy in that. Super comfy. Mm. Um, and I probably have <laughs> so so lovely to be around. Is it? Yes, I have. Yes, because so many people are constantly wanting to know more than they do. So it's so lovely to be around someone that constantly is like, oh yeah, like and <laughs> register, 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 <laughs> moves on. You know, like so many people are uncomfortable in that place. Nah, I'm ve- I'm very eager to learn, and I think like. I know. I think that's why we're similar in the way that you want to understand why it works. You're very much like that too. Well, we come from wanna... really different places as well. Yes. I want to control it. Yeah. You want to, I guess, improve like a different kind of thing. Yeah. And th- I think that's always worked kind of to my advantage through not just work with radio, but then any kind of work I've ever done. I'm always somebody that's very eager to go, to go. Oh, I didn't actually know that, and to get advice and then go you know, to apologise. Go, my bad. I wasn't actually aware of that. Mm. And then I'll, you know, try not to do it next time. And it's funny because my my boyfriend kind of couldn't be the more more opposite in a lot of ways because he's grown up in a household where it's almost like this underlying vibe of, well, what's in it for them? What do they want out of it? How how are these people trying to fuck you? Like, and it's not that aggressive, but there is this element of I don't know. Even in sometimes a bit of a joking way, like I remember being around at his um at his house um once you know, at his parents' house, and they said so, his mum said something about, oh, the crack watchers. And I was like, what? That's a crack? She goes, yeah, they're the, the, the weirdos that look through the cracks in your Venetians. So you know where you've got two blinds next to each other and there might be like a, I don't know, two mil gap in between? Oh, yes. And I remember, I remember just being blown away at that because I'd be walking around nude with the, like, even as a ki- as, as a kid. I don't know. That was just the way we were brought up. It was mm. like, oh, we'll shut the curtain when you're ready. Not because you're like somebody might be on a ladder looking but, through my second story window, eyeballing. No one is. It's like the Buddhist nun said to us yesterday or a few days ago. She was like, people that live like that as very, and I don't want to say this because I know you're talking about your your boyfriend and his family who are lovely, but uh, that idea of the world is out to get me is very self-involved yeah, because actually yeah. no one gives a fuck what's going on in your house most <laughs> of the time. If the window's right open and you're ironing right there, then yeah, sure, you're looking, but no one is fucking creeping into your fucking house. Get over yourself. No one cares. And I get and I get that because they are just the, the most lovely people. Yeah. They're like my, my family. They're my second family. But, yeah, I have over the years noticed this and I feel like I can only say it because I've known them after all of this yeah. time. And I completely get why my, my boyfriend is like that. But to the point where there's been like business opportunities and really big things that are really exciting for him in his life or whatever and then we're super stoked, really excited. I'll go to work and I'll come home and then he'll go – and I'll just sense this energy is really low and he'll be like, oh, I don't think I should go anymore. Like, I don't think this opportunity – because, like, what are they getting out of it? And straight away I'm like – So you, he stops himself in case they're getting no, more. No, but then straight away I said, you've been on the phone to your dad, haven't you? He goes, how do you know? I said, because I know I love your dad and I love that he is looking out for you, but there has to be a point where, I don't know, there has to be a bit of trust 
in people and people that you don't know and things that you don't know. And But and- how can you trust someone though? You know, that's the thing. It's like, why should you? Like I, I'm a big one for asking questions and not trusting someone until I know them, until I know where the information comes from. Like trust is such an important thing because it could affect your life with the but information I don't, you're getting. I don't think trust necessarily comes from earning it. I think sometimes trust comes from life and trust in yourself so Mm. trusting in other people is also trusting in yourself and when I say that it's because you're a good person Mm. you've got good instincts you treat people nicely you believe in yourself that you are worthy to get good things back you might not all of the time but it begins by your inner self-worth and your trust in yourself which then allows you to be more trusting of things that you don't know and can control I absolutely agree but I think Mm. there there must be a a balance there must be a middle mark between the two because then I also don't think that being super naive and trusting everybody and everything in every situation is good either I think you don't trust everybody you trust yourself. That's the key difference. But I think finding a middle ground between the two of questioning and really scoping things out and getting a good idea of things and not just accepting things because, you know, that's what dad said or that's what my sister said or that's what I've been told at school. I think that's good exactly. to have to yeah. question. But that's not – that's not tr- – because they don't really cancel each other out because you can trust and do that. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say, that yeah. you want to find – and that's And that's what I've been thinking about, finding the middle mark between the two of being a trusting person and trusting yourself but then also questioning things and, and wanting a whole I, rounded view I of stuff. I think they're not on different mm. levels of the ruler. I think trust goes the whole way with the ruler and you just learn the mm. best approach or the, the right amount of questioning. But I because think I don't think questioning is not trusting. But I do think people put them on the same mark. Well, they're not. Yeah. They're just not. Because you should be able to trust with your life with everything, even the question. It should be – there isn't one or the other. Yeah, I know. I get what you're saying. But I do think the reason that I thought about bringing it as a gem today is the fact that I feel like there are people in my life that put them as one and – not one and the same, but on the same field. Comparison. Where it's like – one or the other, it's light and dark, black and white, you know. So even my boyfriend, for example, would be like, you know, I'd say, you know, the untrusting thing or what's in it for them, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, when I question that and I say, well, why not everybody's out to get you? And his response will be like, yeah, but you need to question things because there are bad people out there. So I think a lot of people do do see them as on on a scale, I think from where a, it's self-protection. Yeah, but then moving yes. below that, mm. I think by him questioning other people is him not is questioning himself mm, and your own judgment. Mm. Yep, and I think that's where we put all of this emphasis on the things around us when actually we have a lot more power and control and mm. uh, I guess ability to see the world through who we are as people, and that's why self-work is so important. Because if you're doing your integrity, if you've got integrity in business and you're doing all this and whatever, there is no reason for people to fuck you mostly. Mm. Like, and if you get fucked over sometimes, it happens. But you also, and I'm not saying it's not about trust either. It's not about that you go in and you just be a fucking pushover in business and you expect people to fuck you over. Like, that's not how Mm. it works. If you're, it's not just about you being a good person, you also be a smart worker and you use your instincts and you don't be a dumbass. That is what you need to trust, that mm. you're actually a good enough, um, I suppose, vehicle. I know what you're saying. Sure. It all goes back to the self, like yeah. the trust in yourself. Yeah, what yeah, did yeah. you say, Mel? 
I think con- um, being a controlling person has a lot to do with it as well because I'm a controlling person and a perfectionist. Like everything that I put out there, I need to be um, correct, like know that I'm doing the right thing or mm. be in control of the situation. And if you're trusting someone else, um, it changes that. It takes away your control. So I think that plays a big part for me as to why I question a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I completely get that. And and I understand why you, yeah, that you wouldn't put your trust in other people because there's an element of not being able to control. Yes, exactly. Mm. And that's why I question um, a lot of people. Just in, even with, why should I trust that the guy that asked me out on a date is going to do the right thing by me? I know I need to, to give him the benefit of the doubt, but I'm putting myself out there and making myself vulnerable by trusting this person's situation without questioning it. Yeah, but I think we're missing it still. <laughs> Keep going on. But it should then be that you trust yourself that you've got enough foundations and boundaries to make sure you can suss out what his real agenda is. So you don't have to trust him mm. at all until mm. he earns that. Mm. You trust yourself in knowing if he's right or wrong for you. It's maybe all that's the in problem your then, power. Isn't it? Maybe we don't. Yeah, maybe that's what I I'm don't. trying to say. Mm. Yeah, it all mm. comes back to you, and you don't know it all. That's the key. You don't just get trust. Is one of these words. It's like this hickledy pickledy, throw it up in the air thing. Hopefully things work out, but you have to earn that with yourself. You have to figure that out by developing skills in yourself. Do you trust yourself, Mel? Like to pick absolutely. Right. Yeah, yeah, I do, but I just I don't know. I don't. But there's always ways you but can flex in saying that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, in saying that, I don't trust other people's intentions. But as as you're saying, maybe that's a me thing, not a not a them thing. I trust mm. myself, and I know I'll pick that up on the radar. But I shouldn't have to pick it up on the radar. That's right. Yeah. Like to what level? Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. the yeah. people around shouldn't have to pick stuff up from. No, because they're just doing their thing. They're and you're doing yours. <laughs> yeah. But it, it's a lot of work to get there. <laughs> like I agree. It's, yeah, it's tricky. <laughs> and there will always be some baddies around. You know. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Bad things can happen to good people. They can. Yeah. They can. Yes. But mm. I get what you're saying. I'm going to top up my wine. <laughs> well, you do that and then we're going to go. Because, yeah. uh, Our so, day's starting yeah, yeah, and yours yeah. is finishing. So um, It's oh, just so been good. so bloody delightful to chat with you. You are such a ray of sunshine, honestly. you That was just a lovely chat. Oh, thanks, ladies. I really, really enjoyed it. And I just love what you girls do. There's not enough people in the industry that can just speak their mind, you know, that, I mean, you, are you still, I know there's, there's a couple now, but at one point you were the only female show in the country. There's another show on the same network that do like a, um, a school pickup show. Yeah. The 3pm pickup, but that's only just come back. I mean, I don't know. I just, I think that what you girls are doing is going to make such a difference in so many lives that you can encourage women to be honest, to talk about things, to get the conversation started. And it's just a great thing. So to, be on the podcast today having a wine with two awesome chicks that's that's one for the bucket list it's been great oh that's awesome it's so nice of you to say Mel. that's so so really appreciate that yeah we do we really appreciate it um if you do want to follow mal online mal greg radio uh on twitter instagram and you can check out her website mal greg g-r-e-i-g.com.au thank you so much yeah if you're a hot guy i need a root (laughs) it's been six months tiktok (laughs) she's got a weird pig that she's with so I don't know what we can promise about that. Oh, that's the best. It's going off now in the yeah, background. Is that yeah. a vibrator? Yeah, you sure? This whole time, that's exactly what's been going on. Yeah, I thought you sounded quite chill towards yeah. the end of that episode. Thanks, Mal. Bye, Mal. Thanks, Bye, Chicky. Bye. 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 Were you part of this convo and want more? Yeah.
Join our Thinker Girls posse on Facebook, Instagram, or thethinkergirls.com.au. Podcast with the Thinker Girls, Stacey June and Christy Mercer. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.